Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of News You Can Use. I'm Ann Baldwin, and uh, Tracy Knight's not here today. She's on a little bit of a road trip, so we hope she's enjoying herself and we'll talk more about that later. But today, I am very happy to welcome back a dear friend and colleague, Beth Connor from The Connection. Beth, it's so great to have you back, even though you can't be here in the studio with me. I would love... I know. It's just so sad. I haven't seen you or Lisa in, in so long, but, you know, at least we can do this virtually, and we've got some great programs to talk about. But first... go way back. So I just have to share this quick little headline that just came over this morning. It says, Cracker Barrel ordered to pay man $9.4 million after he served cleaning liquid instead of water. Okay, so you know how this probably happened because at the end of the night, I know when I worked in restaurants, we'd put bleach and water and the coffee mugs and everything else just to kind of clean them out. So they were probably there first thing in the morning and this person got bleach water instead of water. Well, so circle back about 10 years ago, my very pregnant daughter and I were having uh, lunch at a restaurant. We ordered waters, and she took a big squig, and guess what? It was bleach water. Oh, no. Bleach water. And, you know, we freaked out, and we told the manager. We didn't know if we should go to the hospital because, again, she's nine, well, eight months pregnant. Sure. So anyway, I was in one of those state of minds, just, you know, let it go. It's not worth Anything, nothing hopefully has happened, and that was it. But right. Then I look at this headline, and I'm like, oh, my God, $9.4 million. That could be me. That could be you. That it could, could be, be Ashley. I know. So you have, yeah. a fun, you have a fun story, too, about something fun. I, yeah, I have a similar story about buckshot and a roast. What? So, buckshot and a roast. So we're going back 20 years, maybe. Um, and I won't say the store, but no. I, I, I purchased a roast. Uh, for my family, going to cook it um, at a local grocery store. And when I cut into it, there was buckshot through the roast. I cooked it, obviously, and I'm serving it to my family. And there was little bullet pellets wow. throughout the roast. So I guess this cow got shot <laughs> with buckshot. Unbelievable. And yeah, yeah. And uh, so I did bring it back to the store and spoke with the manager. And, uh, you know, same thing, Ian. I, I didn't push it, but uh, I got a roast for free, another roast for free. That was what I got. But, uh, <laughs> you know, it, it could have been a headline, I guess. Oh, my gosh. That's a first. That's really because, you know, that's not how their most animals are put down when they're processed. So, yeah, somebody must have shot that whatever it was, yeah. cow, I guess. Hmm. Yeah. 
Well, yeah. we're, we're lucky to be alive. Yes, we're That's lucky right. to be alive. So, all right, changing uh, gears a little bit now, I want to talk with you, Beth, about the Institute for Innovative Practice that the Connection has been running and all the great programming that you offer to people, especially for nonprofits. Uh, you know, continuing education in business and in life is just so important, especially now. And the fact that folks can log on, go on your website, and access these programs virtually is really um, a big deal right now. It is. It is. And we're doing a lot of this training virtually right now. Um, we will be doing some in person as well uh, down the road. But with COVID, we're lucky uh, that we have all the technology to do these trainings virtually um, since for many years. But now we're offering training and professional development and consultation to both nonprofits as well as for-profit uh, businesses out there. We realize that uh, we have a strength. We have a lot of internal talent to share. And through that, we're offering over 80 trainings a year. We actually have trained over 270 organizations in the past three years, um, municipalities, universities, for-profits, nonprofits. So our reach is pretty wide. Uh, the trainings are pretty expansive. Um, they include things like clinical best practices, uh, mental health first aid, leadership development skills, the science of wellness essential skills for human service professionals, and we also offer uh, Microsoft Office training, which has been very popular. Wow. Um, so. That's great. And and the cost of these programs is really minimal when you think about yes. it. $65 is, is really not a, a big price to pay for access to all these programs. And we should tell our listeners, again, we're talking with Beth Connor from The Connection. Uh, you can go to The Connection's website at theconnectioninc.org, and it's really easy to find. So just uh, click on the program drop down, and it's very, very easy to find. And you've also got an, a very special training coming up on February 16th, right after Valentine's Day. We do, and <laughs> with uh, no other than you, Yay! Uh, which is great. We're really looking forward to working with you on this training. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this, Beth, because, you know, I've, uh, I've been in business now for 20-some years, believe it or not. It's been a long time. And really, when I started this business years ago, that's what I started with, was just plain old media training. Because when I worked at Channel 30, I saw that so many people who got a microphone stuck in their face didn't know how to respond. And uh, so what was I going to do after TV news? I said, I'll start a business doing that. And I did. Obviously, it's evolved into so many other um, facets over the years. But this is something that I love, is taking my knowledge and background of strategic communications and sharing it with others. And it's not just if you're going to be interviewed on television, right? We all need right. strategic communication. We should use it in our lives each and every day because it's just so important. And I, I just want to just interject that I've taken your training at least twice and have gotten so much out of it. So working in my role in a nonprofit um, in a management role when, yeah, the news media comes to you all the time and asks you for comments on different things that are going on. Um, and it's so helpful to be prepared uh, mm -hmm. to say the right thing and to not say the wrong thing. Right. And uh, the trainings have been invaluable. Well, thank you for that endorsement. I appreciate it, Beth. And I, lo and I love what I do. And even though this one will be virtual on the 16th, uh, February 16th uh, from 9.30 to 11.30, uh, it's still going to have some impact. And it's it's interesting because I've done these trainings for so long now for so many different industries from, from nonprofits to for-profits to educators to business leaders, small business owners. 
Uh, and it's one of those things where it's knowledge that you might not need today, but you're probably going to need it down the road. Um, Absolutely. And that's what people tell me. They well, I keep your card under my under my um, desk drawer here in my desk drawer because I want to make sure I can access you, you know, should all hell break loose. And you never know when and where it might. So these are really good communication skills that I'm excited to share with people. Again, this is going to be February 16th uh, from 930 to 1130 in the morning. Uh, again, $65, which is uh, yeah, which it's, is a deal. So reasonable. Absolutely. And uh, you'll get so much out of it, I can guarantee you. And these are the types of skills that, you know, you, you do keep in your back pocket because you never know when a crisis or a media event is going to happen. And sometimes it's it's a good thing and sometimes it's a not so good thing, right? So, exactly. Um, you know, sometimes you're contacted by a, a local news outlet um, for some positive press and you want to know how to respond to that and take advantage of that for your organization. And then, you know, unfortunately, sometimes it's for negative reasons. And you also want to be sure that you're not saying the wrong thing, um, but handling the media correctly. Sure. Um, and it's and not so just tra- both. Yeah, and it's not just traditional media. Now, today, we get ourselves or we can get ourselves in so much trouble with whether it might be internal communications. Maybe you're putting together some sort of, of a correspondence that you think is going to go out company-wide and uh, stay there. Well, guess what? Somebody knows somebody or anything that you put out there is going to leak out. And with these Google searches now, Whatever happens to you individually as an organization lives on forever. You're Uh always part of the Google search. And I've got people call my office saying, Ann, can you help me get rid of this on Google? Can you help me get rid of this bad news on Google? And I've tried, and so have other people. There's nothing you can do except move the bad news down and move the good stuff up. That's all you can do. You're defenseless when it comes to what's put out there. So I used to call it media training, and now – I look at it more as professional development. It really is. Mm -hmm. And and it's strategies, you know, so no situation is the same ever. And it's just learning those strategies, you know, and I still have some of those messages, Ian, that you've shared in the past with us, how to deal with these, you know, what types of strategies to employ to make sure that you're out there, you're representing your company out there in the best possible light. Mm-hmm. whether it's an internal communication or whether it's an external communication. Because as you said, Ian, once it's out, it's out. It is. And you can't take it back. No, you certainly can't. And it's so much more important, I think, today than ever to manage that message, to try to be proactive. Because being proactive, trust me, is a hell of a lot easier than being reactive. So to get out in front of issues, you can't sugarcoat things. Sometimes you got to take a hit and move on. But it's how you do that. That really resonates, you know, and it's not only the news media. Think about who you're really talking to, who your audience is, and that's your public. So if you you lose credibility or or misspeak or don't handle things properly, it can impact you personally and professionally. And the bottom line is it can impact the bottom line of your business. So it's just so crucial to have some of these skills that I'm going to share with these folks on the 16th. And I hope that people will take advantage of this of this and uh We'll be on some sort of a virtual platform, and I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it'll be fun. And it really doesn't matter what size your business is. Mm -hmm. You could be a small business. You could be a huge business. And I think, you know, these messages are definitely scalable, um, but we're all, you know, out there in the public doing what we do best, and we want our businesses to thrive and and survive. And so to have this training, again, for $65 in your back pocket uh, to know how to deal with, 
these kinds of situations as they come up. It's just really invaluable. Right. And and during this session, I'm going to share some of the do's and some of the don'ts, um, what you what you should do, what you shouldn't do. And knowing that communication, strategic communication is not a cookie cutter approach. It isn't one size fits all. And that's where the strategy comes in, that you have to take every situation on its own merit and put together a strategy around that. And I tell people, look, you might have five minutes to respond. You might have five days. Chances are you're going to have more about like five minutes because when something's happening, people want to know when. They want to know right now. And Beth, so many people say, well, I don't have all the details. I I don't know what I can share, what I can share. You don't want to get yourself into legal um, ramifications by misspeaking. But there are ways around that. Say something without Mm -hmm. really saying anything. And those are the things that we're going to talk about. And it's really fun. It's fun. It's interactive. Um, I enjoy sharing this. And we'll also have a little piece at the end where people can ask their own personalized questions. And maybe somebody's even in in a business right now where they're in public relations within the department. It doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt to sign up for this. I work one, one-on-one with communications people and other businesses all the time. So everybody's welcome. Yes. Yes. And I think everybody will get something out of this training. Um, because yes, it's just one of those tools that, that is just a, uh, important thing to have. So I highly recommend it. <laughs> well, thank you. And I'm looking forward to it. Again, go to the website if you'd like more information on this program or any of the programs that are offered as part of the Institute for Innovative Practice um, at The Connection. Go to theconnectioninc.org. So you've been doing these for a little while. How, how are they being received, Beth? And what is some of the feedback now that you've been able to measure? We have had so much positive Um, feedback on our trainings, so much so that we've established a membership category. So for $399 a year, you can sign up for unlimited trainings for one year for that one flat fee. Um, We are also working with organizations to train them for one year and, and negotiating those prices as well. And we've had a number of both individuals as well as organizations sign up with us to receive these trainings. Uh, we also offer a CEU package. Uh, we find that some of our members are in the human service arena, and they need to have continuing education credits in order to sustain their licenses, for instance. Mm-hmm. Um, so we offer a CEU package, $199, for 15 CEU, which is continuing education units. Um, we're also doing customizable training. So we'll go in if your organization says we need a training in X, Y, and Z, we will work with you to put together a training. We have expert trainers, expert people in developing the con- um, the concepts of the training, and we can go in and train your organization on whatever uh, you're looking for. So um, it's all uh, virtually done right now. Again, hopefully in the future, we'll be adding the in-person, um, but uh, we change our offerings two times a year. Uh, I believe this year in this catalog, uh, we're offering 42 different trainings. Um, and again, over 80 trainings a year. We're actually training people. We've had some uh, attendees from Europe um, log into our training now that wow. we can do them virtually. Yeah, this is, this is really something. I think um, we've had, I'm trying to remember how many states we've trained. We've, we've trained people in 
over a dozen states. We've gone across the pond. It's been really um, amazing how this training has has taken off and uh, is important to people. Absolutely, and it's it's so diversified. There's so many different options for people to sort through. And if you go to the website, the entire catalog is there. It's it's right there online on the website, theconnectioninc.org. And you can, just like the old-fashioned catalog, you can flip through it, read the course descriptions, uh, look at your schedule, and look at what's being offered, and uh, and see if any of those might be of interest. Because we all need that extra, you know, that extra education right now. You should never stop learning. You should never stop embracing whether it's new technology or new ways of practicing um, and dealing with certain issues that are going on in our world right now, um, some of these programs are very, very helpful. I'm not going to say that mine will be world-changing, but sure it will. Uh, I'm not sure I can, <laughs> I can change the world. I wish I could, um, but it's, it's going to be very, very, very good. It's a little bit of a struggle for me to do things virtually, especially presentations, because I'm so all over the place and animated, and I get so fired up, so... I'll try to see what I can do to project that energy level on on the 16th. Let's talk a little bit about the connection to uh, Beth, because, you know, things haven't really changed a lot since you've been back here in the studio. We're still dealing with COVID strains and and so many other things. We just had, you know, the unfortunate um, overdose of a student at um, one of the Hartford Magnet Schools. So, and when you hear about it affecting kids, you know, the drug situation and it's just, it, it is, it's just absolutely heartbreaking. It is. It really is. I think we've all been taken by um, this recent news, and it is. It's all over. We see it um, with our clients um, on a daily basis. It is truly, a, you know, the second epidemic or the first epidemic, um, you know, that we're struggling with right now. Um, so these are very difficult times. Um yeah. For, for many of us. Yeah, and, and fentanyl is what it was and just mm-hmm. how deadly it is and how deadly it can be. And then also you worry about people's mental health right now. Um, so many different issues to deal with, so many things that are going on. It's so hard. You know, as somebody in recovery, I got to work at it every day and I got to tell myself every day, you know, not to be depressed, not to be down, not to be you know, mad or angry, because it's really, really hard with so many. I feel like sometimes, you know, there's just, there's ropes around my legs and my hands, and, and you're just, you're immobile. You can't even move out of your own depression. Yeah, I, and I think uh, COVID has really heightened a lot of that for people. Mm-hmm. Uh, people are struggling with their mental health. I know, you know, just talking with colleagues, we're feeling isolated. Mm-hmm. We're feeling like we can't do what we used to do. Um, you know, where people are concerned about going to the grocery store these days. And, uh, you know, whether you're concerned about uh, getting COVID or concerned about spreading it to a loved one, there's just um, so much anxiety out there. And, uh, you know, so for that reason, uh, our mental health first aid course uh, does tackle some of those challenges. Um, The challenges of dealing with COVID are um, looked at through that training, but it's it's real, and uh, we're seeing it across the board. Seeing it with young people, we're seeing it with adults, and uh, you know it's it's here right now. It's definitely a a big issue that we're dealing with. And, and isn't it interesting? Is that's what the connection you know did before all of this is is mental illness, homelessness, um, abuse, neglect, all those things that seem to be just highlighted now because of the times that we're in. 
And this year, Ian, in 2022, the connection is actually celebrating its 50th anniversary. So um, it's a milestone for us, certainly. We were founded in 1972. Can you imagine? No. Uh, <laughs> to be a nonprofit organization alive and well and thriving uh, in 50 years. And we thank our communities. And how many people have been helped, whether it's people that were homeless, people that have had mental health challenges, people in addiction. We have so many stories of recovery, of new life, of uh, promise. And it's just, it fuels what we do. We're going to be celebrating our, our successes uh, this year. And, um, you know, more to come on that, but uh, our 50th anniversary. We also are launching a campaign because we are a nonprofit and we can't do this alone. We're um, launching a fundraising campaign trying to raise $50,000 for our 50th year. And that'll be a specific campaign dedicated to keeping our programs um, alive and well. Right, Beth, because we know one of the struggles of so many businesses, especially nonprofits, is that the funding is tight and the problems are real and growing. So you talk about, you know, uh, not a balance of programs and money coming in that you've really had to think about how you can diversify your programming, reach more people. And under the leadership of Lisa DeMattis Lapore, I got to say, you guys have really done that. I look back at when I first met you in the organization years ago and just from that time, how things have changed significantly in a good way. Yes, it definitely has. And, you know, it's an ongoing um, work in progress. You know, we want to be responsive to our communities. We want to offer the programs and services that people need uh, because there are so many needs out there. And to do that, we have to partner with our state funders. There are a majority of our our funding comes from our state funding partners. Um, So we're partnering with them to advocate for certain services and, and letting them know what the needs are. Uh, but, you know, these services do cost money, so we can't do it alone. We do rely on fundraising donations. Um, we run events. Um, so we, we try to put our uh, fundraising and our grant writing together as much as possible so that we can, again, um, provide these programs and solutions for people in our community. Right, and thank goodness for those grant writers who put those. If you've ever thought it would be fun to be a grant writer... <laughs> You got to you got to look at the process. Oh, I really give those people credit, you know, and it's how you write the grant and how it's presented, whether, you know, it's so competitive now, everybody needs additional Uh funding for their for their programs. But when those grant come grants come in, there's nothing like it. And a lot of those grants are from the federal government, right? Yeah, some of them are. And and those are super technical. Um, So it does require very specialized skills. We're very fortunate. We have a great team. Um, of folks that uh, write our grants, and we have a great process that we follow, and it's been fairly successful. So, uh, but yeah, they are very competitive to write, um, and you really have to prove uh, the need for uh, the dollars that you're asking for. So, uh, you know, it's uh, it's not an easy easy task. No, and you got to prove where the dollars are going to go, and then prove the the uh, impact of the program because some of these programs, some of these programs are grant based and think about it. So you get a grant for a year or two years. Well then, unless you reapply and you can show proven results, that money goes away. That's right. That's right. It's a continuous battle. Right. Right. So we really have to believe and, you know, work towards being really stewards for that money and uh, making sure that it's spent to the best of our abilities to 
have the results that you know we project that we will have. Okay. Right. Well, I can tell you um, from personal experience um, and and just my working with the connection. Uh, again, hats off to all of your folks who work at the Connection for the great work that they do. It makes our state a better place, especially Middlesex County area. So, Beth Connor from the Connection, thank you so much for talking about again the Institute for Innovative Practice. And if you go to the website, which is theconnectioninc.org, there's a catalog there with all these different programs. Uh, you can sift through that, and I'm sure you're going to find at least a few things of interest that you're going to want to sign up for. And if you are really interested in strategic communications, managing your media presence, you can sign up for my session, which will be virtual February 16th from 930 to 1130. So go to the website, find out the information, a nominal fee for this uh, continuing education that I'm really firm believer that everybody's going to benefit from. Thank you, Beth. Thanks, Sam. And thank you for tuning in to this edition of News You Can Use right here on WTIC News Talk 1080. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.